The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Some beers. I am. That's the smartest thing I've heard all day. Your theory of a donut-shaped universe is intriguing, Homer. I may have to steal it. Wow, I can't believe someone I never heard of is hanging out with a guy like me. All right, it's closing time. Who's paying the tab? I am. I didn't say that. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, on The Simpsons, on that episode, they saved, uh, saved Lisa's brain. He was on Star Trek, The Next Generation, uh, Futurama, The Big Bang Theory. And it was interesting. You go through a lot of stuff when uh, when something like this happens and you, and you go through. And, and some people may not have ever heard of him mm-hmm. prior to, you know, the pop culture things. But he explained why uh, he went on of The Simpsons, and take a listen. The appeal of The Simpsons is that the characters display all the traits we see in ourselves. In particular, Homer is the ultimate young middle-aged man, a father who repeatedly fails his kids, messes up at work, and is always trying to get something for nothing. My daughter, Lucy, knew one of the script writers for The Simpsons. He said he would like to write an episode involving me. I accepted immediately, because it would be fun, and because The Simpsons is the best thing on American television. The episode was very funny, and almost as many people know me through The Simpsons, as through my science. My treatment in The Simpsons was always good-humored. There you go. We have more clips from uh, Stephen Hawking. We'll play them throughout mm-hmm. the afternoon. Interesting, as our University of Al- or our Calgary professor had said that uh, he had a healthy sense of humor and made him a little more approachable to a number of people. That's a great example of it right there. Hey, uh, yesterday, as the show was winding down, uh, you made mention of a situation with United Airlines um, with United. regard to this. It's been a bad couple oh, of years. Oh, gosh. United? At United? Uh, I think you all know about it. Uh, a family traveling uh, from Houston to New York. A mom and her kids uh, had a dog, a small, I think it was a pug, wasn't it? I know it was a, a French bulldog. French bulldog. French bull, yeah. And uh, the flight attendant instructed her to put the dog that was in a carrier that was designed and approved to go under a seat, uh, was told to put the carrier in the overhead uh, compartment instead. The dog, uh, it's not known for sure what caused the dog to die, but the dog died. So could have been uh, air circulation, could have been the heat, could have been um, just distress. Uh, dog could have had a heart attack. Who knows, right? Social media outrage over this picture. A family's French bulldog puppy dead in its carrier after a United Airlines flight attendant forced them to put the bag and the dog in an overhead bin for a multi-hour flight. The dog belonged to a mother traveling with two young children from Houston to New York's LaGuardia Airport Monday night. Before takeoff, the bag apparently extended into the aisle. Witnesses posted online the passenger explained there was a dog in the bag, but the flight attendant insisted it go in the overhead. That flight attendant told the airline she didn't realize the pet was inside. United says this is a tragic accident that should have never occurred. 
adding pets should never be placed in the overhead bin. We assume full responsibility for this tragedy and express our deepest condolences to the family and are committed to supporting them. Just this month, United and Delta limited what animals are allowed in the cabin following incidents like a flyer trying to bring on an emotional support peacock. But a smaller dog in a carrier that fits under the seat is typically allowed. United Airlines says it is thoroughly investigating what happened in an attempt to keep something like this from ever happening again. Now, pet deaths on airplanes do happen. They are rare and typically occur when an animal is being moved as cargo underneath the aircraft, not in the passenger cabin. The owner of this pet has not commented. I can't imagine. Now, that's uh, Chris uh, Van Cleef, by the way, the reporter that did that story. I can't imagine. They say that the, they could hear the dog whimpering, they could hear the dog barking, and then things got quiet. I can't imagine being on that plane and having listened to that, um, because in my head, I would probably be thinking, that dog is dying. Well, there's so and much... And I don't understand why... You, and my dog is in here, or other people saying, my, you know, the dog is in there. Here's the <sighs> thing. There's so much here that's confusing. First of all, they paid to have the dog on the flight. And as far as I know, when, you, when the uh, flight attendants and crew get the manifest of the flight, they get the passengers' names, but they also know that there's a live animal on board. In a TSA-approved carrier. Right. So, you know, okay, so a particular flight attendant, didn't know then that there was a dog in this carrier, but it's a carrier designed, and if you look at it, anybody can identify it as a carrier for a pet. You would think the obvious question would be, is there a pet in there? But even so, it's designed to fit under the chair, so it makes no sense, pet or no pet, that they were told it had to go in the compartment above them. They were told there was a dog in there. Yeah, and then, you know, uh, United... By the way, should probably clarify as well, you heard in that report that it's rare, 24 pets died while flying with U.S. carriers last year. 24. 18 of them were on United flights. That's according to the Department of Transportation. So they have an unusually high number of deaths among pets. But again, as uh, that report said, they're oftentimes in the uh, cargo hold and not in in here. But to, to your point, so other passengers said that they heard the dog whimpering but you're telling me, so passengers knew there was a dog there, flight attendant didn't know there was a dog there, um, and also the owners of the dog, I mean, if you heard your dog in distress, well, despite there was, what you've been told. There was another woman on board who said that they were told that they couldn't stand up because it, they were going through a lot of turbulence, turbulence. but still, having said that, I, I, I just wouldn't... I. I I would have got up. I would have done something. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I would have gone on to make it perfectly clear. If, if the flight attendant didn't realize that there was a dog in there, I would have made it perfectly clear right. that there was a dog in there. Now, in defense of, and I don't, you know, certainly I don't want to point the finger at the victim here. So in defense of the woman and, and having said, boy, if my dog was up there whimpering, I'd have done something. Mm-hmm. And even in turbulence, I'd have stood up or whatever. But on in defense of that, you have to remember that the airlines have made it very clear that you must follow the instructions mm-hmm. of crew, uh, specifically flight attendants when they tell you what to do and that there's been occasions in which people have been removed from aircraft yeah, or it's after the plane's taken off though. right or you know planes have been diverted because somebody is refusing to follow instructions so you can't really have it both ways if as an airline you say you have to follow our instructions what do you do when the instructions are wrong mm-hmm. which they were in this particular case and i and i just want to say this as well that united has a problem and united 
their biggest problem is not with dogs. Their biggest problem is with PR. And how they've not addressed their PR problem with all the incidents that have occurred on United Flights, the most famous of which, that doctor being, being dragged down off. the aisle, that they continue to blunder, as far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. their public relations. Their first statement makes sense. A tragic accident that should never have occurred. Pets should never be placed in the overhead bin. Okay, good. So we know it was a tragic accident. We're investigating, and we're going to make sure it doesn't happen again. That's all pretty standard PR-type talk. But their first offer to the family was to refund the $200 that they paid to have the dog on the flight. And it's it's just, it doesn't pass a laugh test. No. You know we've talked about the loss of animals, my own, your own, uh, our listeners. They're like children mm-hmm. to us. They're, they're that important. So to say, I mean, think, for example, I know this is a bit of a stretch, but had a child I- died on the plane and you said, well, you know what, we're not going to charge you yeah. for the seat. Yeah. Right? Like, there, it's just so insensitive. You know, part of the uh, other problem that I would see with this as well, the PR is has been horrific. Um, they need to do something about that. But obviously, they need to do some better training with their staff, with their employees, well, top the to thing. bottom. What are the rules? How do we handle this? Let's get everyone on the same page with knowing uh, what's done in, in, in different circumstances. Well, yeah, I mean, and that was the case before, right? Doctor gets dragged down the aisle, and then there's one or two more stories. Well, was the, I think there was the girls with the tights. There exactly. was well, yeah, you're like, this, this, this. There should be a set of rules that everyone understands and adheres to from a staff or a crew perspective, but there should also be some consistency in the rules. I was reading as well, like the 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 effect that it had on other passengers as well. How horrific oh, yeah. it was for them. This one gal, well, the lawsuits put a big, are coming. Uh, Twitter stream on there, just saying I can't, and she's just bawling her yeah. eyes out. She says you can't believe what I just witnessed and what I heard and what we went through. Yeah. Let alone she's yeah. like trying to help this family, right. which was a young daughter and a baby. And a dead dog in a carry-on. Well, that's just it. You know, as I say, every staff member at every airline should be aware and sensitive to the fact that there's been issues with regard to overbooking. When you have a situation like this, and they and you are an airline who's lost 18 of the 24 dogs that have been transported mm-hmm. on your airline, you think, yeah, the rules are the rules, but let's be really sensitive because we've obviously got statistically an outlier here. 18 out of 24 deaths of animals was on our mm-hmm. airline. So we need to change the rules, take a look at the rules, train our staff. How are we doing yeah, this? Yeah, what are we doing wrong yes. that's causing the death of so many dogs when obviously statistically if you take the number of flights, they should account for far less Mm -hmm. deaths than they Mm -hmm. do. So something they're doing is wrong. And, and it's not been corrected, right? So that was the story that broke uh, last night. And I think we're all still trying to wrap our head around it. And we still have a lot of questions about why why you just wouldn't open it up. And I get that, but we weren't there, right? Mm-hmm. We weren't there. We don't know those situations. A quick break here when we come back. Oh, guess what? Another <laughs> United story today invi- in- involving, guess what? A dog. So 
So here we go again. Airlines behaving badly. Yeah, and it, it's always the case. I, I mentioned a moment ago that after the doctor was dragged down the aisle of United Flight, that of course you start looking at other incidents and, and they get more attention than they might otherwise have gotten mm-hmm. because you, you say, well, United's got a problem with overbooking. So in this case, you've got a dog that died un, unexplainably put in the uh, compartment above where there's no air circulation and it, and it gets hot. They won't even, they don't even like you putting pop up there. Right? They, you know. Anyway, so now, of course, any story related to United and a dog will get more attention than uh-huh. it typically would have. So today we've got another one. A family uh, mistakenly had their dog, a family from Kansas City, flown to Japan. <laughs> uh, it, she was uh, Kara Swindle and her two children. She flew from Oregon to Kansas City, Missouri, Tuesday. But the cargo facility uh, put the German Shepherd... Um, on a flight to Japan instead. Don't know when the dog's going to be back. Yeah, they're, you know, it's like your lost bag. Like, they're going to, you know, do their best to get it back to you as soon as possible. But now, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but now an airline that killed 18 dogs last year is responsible... For losing a, a For few losing well. a dog and is, and is responsible for keeping it healthy until it can return it to you. I'd be... That'd be a lot of sleepless nights waiting for my dog to be back again, given what the airline... Especially an older dog, too. A 10-year-old shepherd. That's right. United. Seriously. That's why I say you should be uber-sensitive as a company. All of us should be... You know, if we do something wrong here at Chet, if we make some mistake and it violates our rules and it was something that shouldn't have happened the rules remain the rules but you got to be uber sensitive not to sort of you you got to err to mm-hmm. the side of caution mm-hmm. for a while until the dust settles at this point united should not be overbooking their flights they should be taking pristine care of all animals they should be clarifying with people but, what the but needs that of the just animals doesn't, are that, that just doesn't happen with the wiggle of the nose right i mean there has to be yeah. something implemented and it has to be probably top down someone up here has to say okay we have to do this and unfortunately you'd like to think that it's going to happen immediately and it should happen immediately yes, i think a lot of us do but it doesn't and here's the thing jay like that's a fair point that you just made except as humans and mm. as employees mm. we should all embrace and take responsibility for our organizations without being yeah. told by somebody up top I, I agree with what you said that's where it has to come from but as individuals in no matter what role no matter what jobs we have if our company's in trouble loyalty for the company and the welfare of the your employer should be at the forefront of your mind every flight attendant know, have a job search at the top of my right. mind. Yeah, for sure. But every flight attendant on a United flight should be thinking right now, I don't want to be the one that makes that mistake without somebody having to tell me, oh, by the way, check to see if anything in the overhead Is has alive. an animal in it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's common sense again, right? And But, yeah, common sense. Well, we talk about it all the time that there's a lack of common sense, it feels like, and maybe it's just our generation is, you know, the, the last generation thought we lacked common sense, but perhaps we have more, we have less than they did, but more than the next one, where you just go, okay, common sense dictates that if you hear a dog whimpering in an overhead compartment, that you investigate. That's common sense. Well, yeah. Right? All of us would investigate, though. Wouldn't the owner investigate? Wouldn't the people sitting around that investigate? Wouldn't the airline uh, attendant come You'd over and so. investigate? I, I don't... It just went to, It went immediately too far. Yeah. Like I said to you off air, the last time I flew from Toronto, I had a mm. dog next to me, and the mm. owner turned to me and said, 
okay? Yeah, would it be okay if I snuck the dog out? And I was like, hey, I'd be upset if you didn't. I mean, usually when there's a nicely well-behaved puppy or something, Mm -hmm. it's a bonus on the flight, right? So I can't imagine. And you, I knew the second that woman came on the plane that she had a dog in that carrier, right? And it was the same kind of carrier that they're talking about here. So how a flight attendant can now say, well, I didn't know there was a dog in there. What do you think she was carrying a dog carrier for? (laughs) We'll take a break here, take you up to the three o'clock news on the other side of it all. What if a a letter showed up Mm. in your mailbox complaining about the, uh, the noise that your kids were making while playing in your backyard? The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.